From the Financial Times in London, I'm Lionel Barber, and this is FT News. Theresa May has assembled a new cabinet, which marks a significant break with the past. Some of her choices are shrewd, some highly controversial. Joining me is Philip Stevens, the chief political commentator of the Financial Times. So what do you make of this cabinet? Well, I think this is a cabinet reshuffle, or the building, of, in fact, of a new cabinet, which had to pay respect to the politics in the Conservative Party after the Brexit vote on June the 23rd, so had to balance the interests of those who'd been on the Remain side and those who'd been on the Brexit side, had to demonstrate that Mrs May herself, who'd been on the Remain side, was committed to going forward and taking Britain out of the EU. Brexit means Brexit, she Brexit said. means Brexit, as she said. But then also to show a bit of herself as a prime minister wanting to do things beyond Europe. Right, so let's take the first point, which is the new European relationship. She's assembled a somewhat controversial team. Boris Johnson, flamboyant former mayor of London, has been made foreign secretary. And then David Davis, a hardline Eurosceptic, former Europe minister of 20 years ago, he's been given this new ministry to head the, the Brexit ministry. Yes, I think you've identified the two most controversial appointments, particularly that of Boris Johnson, who is not much liked on the continent of Europe. Many foreign ministers there watched the way he conducted himself during the referendum campaign and the sort of things he said about the European Union. So he's going to... What was fo- the worst thing he said? Well, I think he, you know, he said some things about Turkey, for example, and Turkey's future membership, which I think he may be regretting somewhat, let's say, to put it gently. And the David Davis appointment, I think, is in some ways striking, but in other ways not. Because in the end, there is going to be a new department for Brexit. David Davis is going to work out of the Cabinet Office. Personally, I think Theresa May is going to run the negotiations on Brexit and not really David Davis. So, but or again, indeed Boris Johnson. Or indeed Boris Johnson. You know, if one was being sort of vulgar about it, Mrs May may have thought it's much safer to have Boris Johnson somewhere on a plane to Timbuktu than making mischief in the House of Commons. And to be fair to her, there's some strong appointments too. I think Philip Hammond at the Treasury. Safe pair of hands. Safe pair of hands. A clever man, actually, a bit, I think, underrated. Former Chief Secretary. Former Chief Secretary. I think the sort of unflashy Chancellor that Britain needs at a time when, you know, things are going to be quite difficult economically. I don't think he's going to grandstand. And I think there, she's also, I think, by letting George Osborne go, sacking I mean, stunning him. stunning it, really. Sacking I mean, him. She just got rid of George Osborne, the second most powerful person in the government, and seen as a putative successor to David Cameron, and he's out. Yeah, and I think she's sending a signal there that the Conservative Party is no longer run by the Notting Hill set, as it used to be called. Some Tory MPs rather more bluntly called them the posh boys. I think Theresa May's message on the steps of number 10 and the appointment of Philip Hammond and some of the other appointments is a signal that this is going to be a Conservative Party a bit more in tune with the concerns of with the ordinary shires, people. With the rest of England. Yeah. Uh, pick a one or two other people who you think are part of not the Notting Hill set, but say the Northamptonshire set. Well, I'm not sure whether you'd call a part of any set, but I think a, a Amber Rudd is a strong, I think, appointment as Home Secretary a intelligent, 
rather, I think, self-confident but not overconfident politician. I think by leaving um, Michael Fallon at defence, he's a, again a sort of fairly down-to-earth Tory, knows so his knows his stuff. So you don't see the David Camerons, the George Osborne, or indeed the Michael Goves, another one sacked, running the show. Now let's come to the bigger political vision that she outlines. She talked about Britain no longer being for the privileged few. So where do you think we're going in terms of gradual equality of opportunity? Well, I think that, you know, on the one hand, all prime ministers say that they're going to govern for the whole country, and particularly conservative ones. But I think on the other, I think that some conservatives, including Theresa May, have taken a message from the referendum that this wasn't just about Europe. This was about dissatisfaction with the way that the market economy has been working in Britain. So it's not about scrapping the market economy, but it is about making sure that everyone gains. So I think were I a banker today, I'd feel a little bit more uncomfortable than the day before. Were I a sort of, as you know, they talk about the striving classes, I'd say probably I've got a prime minister a bit more on my side. So I don't think a dramatic shift, but I think on balance, and I think with Philip Hammond, we'll see this budget through budget, a tilt towards, if you like, a fairer, slightly more interventionist market economy. Prime Minister with a new streak of ruthlessness, shift perhaps to the centre ground. Philip Stevens, Chief Political Commentator of the FT, thank you so much. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.